Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody. It's Monday. Do you know what that means? It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. And as long as there's stupidity in the world, we're still on the air giving it to you. My name is Steve Miller. Here's my handsome host from across the the Holy Land who's mocking me, Mr. Matt Zucker. Why they don't know you, that. <laughs> so I was just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to, just trying to lighten up, man. I'm trying to, you know, get in the mood. You know, it was kind of like a heavy day, so I was trying to, you know. We'll get you. We'll get you excited, Matt. <laughs> and for all of our listeners, guess what today is? Monday. Yeah, it is Monday. <laughs> it's our fiftieth show, everybody. Woo! Wow, Mazal Tov. They haven't pulled the plug yet. We haven't been fired. Low bar. (laughs) 50 shows, Matt. How do you feel? The big 5-0. Oh, gosh. I feel like I can't even believe we really I can't believe we did 50 shows. I went through some of the shows. Maybe throughout the show, we can sprinkle in some of the old topics that we talked about. So if you remember anything that sticks out in your mind. Well, the last Jew in Afghanistan. <laughs> oh, God, that guy. That guy's insane. Um, yeah, so, uh, but we do have a, 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 a great show, and I want to celebrate it by having some really wacky, wacky stories that I found, just over-the-top insane. And, of course, another episode of Florida Man and Florida Woman, um, because uh, this past Friday was Tuba'av, right? The, the, the right. holiday which is Which it's like it's like Valentine's Day, if you will. That's right. It's the holiday of Jewish love, everybody. Oi, they Jews in love. <laughs> it is kind of funny that you know, I guess you know, there's specials around here and they advertise, uh, you know, tuba av stuff. It's kind of cool. I didn't even know about tuba av. I think more than like three years ago. That's the day where all the Jewish women stop nagging their husbands for a day. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> what what did you and Barbara do? What did you and Barbara do for Tuba of? Every day is Tuba of, my brother. Oh, you're such a liar. Go ahead. But thank you. <laughs> what did no, you I'm do? Serious. What did you do? Hurry up. What did you no, do? We, we did not do anything special. We, you know, we had a nice lovely Shabbat, you know, and uh, didn't do uh man Tuba of. Like I said, every day. I mean, that is not horse hockey, as Sherman Potter would say. Okay, well, I'd like to get Barbara's uh, view on that. We get, Did you... She gets fresh flowers every Friday. So what Ooh. are you going to do? Well, you, you beautify the house, you get it ready for Shabbat. We do our, that's part of our routine, you know? Did you put on a little Barbara Streisand while you did that? No. <laughs> no. Oh, that would be We weird. live in a Barbara-free zone unless it's Barbara's looker. <laughs> Barbara-free zone unless it's Barbara's looker. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Matt. So this, but I do want to tell you something though. You, I know that you have been toying with the idea of like, how can I move to Israel? And make you know, because it's so hard for people our age to come here and make a living, right? It's like impossible. 
and anyway, and you said, I don't know, maybe I could be like a, like a goat herder or a shepherd or something. So <laughs> I, I, just, I just want you to know that next week we're actually going on a tour uh, in it's our second Aliyah anniversary. So we decided to we're going on a tour with the I think it's the One Israel Fund. Um, you know, um, Eve Harrow. You know, if you yes. with her. Anyway, yeah. so she's leading a tour. So we're going to Herodian, which is one of Herod's uh, palaces um, and uh, or mountain fortresses or something out in Judea. A couple of wineries and some and a and a goat farm where we're going to meet some goat farmer. And I'll, I'll see if he's hiring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give him my resume. <laughs> Although I have to tell you, to be honest, with you, if he has any openings, I'll probably take it first. Okay. I mean, think fine. about that. Just being out in the field with like no people and just goats and sheep—that to me sounds wonderful. Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt. Uh, can we, can we uh, quickly, our producer? Can we uh, have? Is anyone listening today for our fiftieth show? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say, any of our listeners, uh, this is a live show. Uh, uh, America time, ten a.m. Eastern. Uh, Israel time, 5 p.m. So if you're listening, please call in and wish us a happy 50th. I would love to hear from any listener. I know a lot of callers give out the number. You can go on our website, IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, find the number, give us a call, tell us what you think. Let's see who's listening real quickly. Ah, of course, the United States of China, Canada, Israel, Belarus, United Kingdom, Norway, oh, Iran. Yay, give us a call, Iran, and Australia. It's our 50th show. Woo! Yeah. Anyway, Matt, listen. <laughs> so I'm, gonna I'm tell listening. You. So what I did for this, so yesterday I went to visit my mother. By the way, someone from Iran is listening. You think it's one of the Mossad agents or like an, an actual Iranian? Can I, tell you, can, can I tell you something about our international listeners? What? So I tell my uh, I try to get my daughter when we're driving in the car. I'm like when 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 I'm driving around her friends, I say to her, "Can I put on the show?" I want you know. I mean, do you tell your friends that I that your father is on an international radio show that that you know, Dad, Canada, <laughs> is Israel, the United Kingdom, all of Europe, Australia, Iran, all over the world they listen to us. And so I named like ten countries. And you know what she says to me? She's like, she's like, that's probably just one person from each country listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I you know would what? say, so what? I would say, you know what? You're probably right. <laughs> you know, listen, in all seriousness, in some of the listener mail that we've gotten, only a few have been critical. What do you got, man? Before I get into my first story, uh, I wanted to tell you. So yesterday, I went over to my mother's house to visit her. And uh, we went swimming. She has a pool in her community. She lives in a 65-plus community. And that's really – it's really more like 75-plus. Everyone's extremely old there. So I get there and I'm swimming and the pool is like filled. It's filled to the rim. You know what I mean? It's like overflowing. And let me tell you something. All these Jews, these Fakakta Jews, this is the drama that goes on in their little community. Every Jew that walked into the pool, that opened the gate, they go, oh, my God, what's wrong with the pool? Why is it so filled? And there was that one Jewish lady who had to say the same thing. Every time someone walked in the gate, she says, well, somebody isn't doing what they're supposed to do. <laughs> what is that? Number two? <laughs> no, meaning like uh, they, they overfilled the pool. I mean, it was like the talk of the day. Oh, my. Every Jew that walked in. Oh, my God. What happened to the pool? It's overflowing. It's so I won't be able to stand in it now. 
someone didn't do what they're supposed to do. I'm sitting at the pool with my mom. I'm like, this, this wait, do we have a caller? Yes, we do. Oh, our first caller on our 50th uh, birthday show. Who is it? Wow. Who is it? It's David from Washington Hi. State. Can't you read? Oh, no, I can't. I have my glasses on. <laughs> David. David, what's up? Hey. Hey. Um, I thought I was calling discount tires. I must have a wrong number. I was, uh, and, uh, seriously, c- congratulations on 50 shows. Uh, Mondays are like an elephant dart to the face, and you guys started off great for me. So c- congratulations on 50 shows, and uh, here's to the next 50. Todaraba. Thank you so much. So that means David, David, much, is, David is very, very funny. I'm friends with him on Facebook. He is hysterical. I tried to get him as a guest host once while you were, uh, while you were protesting for gay pride, but uh, he wouldn't do it or he had to work or something. I'm like, who works at 6 in the morning? What are you, kidding me? I'm sure I'll give him other yeah. opportunities. <laughs> hey, hey, David. Yeah, that was a, uh, enjoy it. a great protest. Yeah, I was, you guys, you, you really you nailed it. Power to the people. Yeah, but anyway, but, but uh, thanks for starting my Mondays off. Oh, on, on a high note, I, I really appreciate it, guys. And uh, I, I, what is it with Florida, man? I you know, Florida man I, I was going to move today. to Florida, but you know, I, you know, no way now. So, <laughs> anyway, you guys have a great week. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for your call, David. Hello. Oh, oh I guess he hung up. That, man. Thank you, David. Actual call. That made me a little nervous. That's like you know, shotgun in a call could be some kind of too. <laughs> I wish I thought it would be like some guy from Iran splurting anti-Semitic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, so yeah, this was the gossip at my mother's pool. This is I say I turned to my mom. I'm like, everybody should have this problem in their life. Oi, the pool. Oi, they gotta have too- something to complain about, right? I wish I had those problems that my pool was overfilled and, and you get the one Jew that bothers everyone who walks in. It's Somebody like you didn't do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> but how about the small world story, right, while you were at your mom's pool? Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, crazy, crazy. Our listeners don't care about that. No. <laughs> well, I did. I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was. Um, but when we get back, I know what we have, like a minute left. Oh, give out the numbers again. Look at our producer bossing us around. 50 shows. Give out the I don't know the numbers. You always say, don't give out the numbers. You say, just go to the website. She gives yeah, go to Israel News Talk Radio, the top of the page. There's the phone number. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, yes. Well, if David could figure out, so can everyone else. Listen, when we get back, You're Matt, from, when we get back from our first commercial break, I got a great story. Uh, breaking news from the who. Oh, awesome. So stay tuned on our 50th show on Israel News Talk Radio. Lighten up. Oh, keep talking. (laughs) Never mind.
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Uh, It's our special 50th episode program. Thanks for joining in. I'm Matt Zucker, half the dynamic duo. Do do I'm so do do oh Matt are you me. high you can you can you be a little more uh, uh, excited <laughs> you're like this is hey welcome back to light up everybody right on Israel News Talk Radio it's our fiftieth show oh my gosh I'm so excited Stephen how the heck are you I'm doing great and that's exactly how you should be you're just sitting there like this uh welcome back um trying show. not to um, put my head down right. into the computer keyboard really hard right now I apologize. <laughs> Pretend like you care. Can you just pretend like you care for one second? Uh, sure. This this is all I have in my life. The rest of my life is crap. All right. <laughs> all right, listen. Making... I'm going to start off with our first story. Matt, we have late breaking news uh, only here on uh, Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. This comes straight from the WHO. Do you know the WHO? The World Health yeah, was, Organization. Uh, I was, uh, I was, uh, oh, not the rock band from the no, no. 70s. Uh, check this out, Matt. The World Health Organization says it's holding an open forum to change the name of monkeypox, everybody. Hi-oh! They're changing the name. They don't they're, like it. Listen, and but they're having a forum. I, I, I saw that article and I thought of you and I'm like, ah, monkeypox, enough of the monkeypox. And I, and I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't save it. But, you know, now that you bring it up, the fact that they're having an open forum, wouldn't it be great to, to bomb them with like like the most ridiculous names to have them go, okay, fine, 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 monkeypox, okay, fine. Well, so <laughs> I w- I'm, I'm going to get into that real quickly. But so first of all, so it said the WHO said the decision was made after meeting with the Food and Agricultural Organization of the United Nations, which helps identify best practices for naming new human diseases. First of all, I didn't even realize, why is the Food and Agricultural Organization naming diseases for us? That seems a little weird, number one. Number two, they're they're changing the name because um, they say that to avoid causing offense to any cultural, social, national, regional, professional, or ethnic groups, and to minimize any negative impact on trade, travel, tourism, or animal welfare. So apparently, Curious George is riding, and he's pissed off. And he's boycotting bananas, and now he's not going to go to Mexico. <laughs> Whatever that means. How is monkeypox affecting tourism and trade? And, oh, you know what? Um, we were going to sell you this wheat, but now we find out you say monkeypox no more. Now you, you get no wheat from our country. Uh, this is ridiculous. This is insane, Matt. So you know what they're calling it? What? Well, so they are having an open forum, like you said, and I highly suggest to all our listeners, email the who and bombard them with stupid names. I wrote down some names that I want to suggest. But first, here's the names they're going to change it to until they can have a permanent name. (laughs) First of all, monkeypox is a great name, dude. That's hysterical. (laughs) Here's the name. Ready? This is so dumb. Clade 1 or Clade 2. Clade, C-L-A-D-E, Roman numeral one or two. So if you get monkeypox twice, it's Clade two. (laughs) That's that's what they're calling it. But I thought of some names, Matt, that I would like uh, our listeners to email the uh, World Health Organization, go on their website, 
here's just a few names I thought of. Um, how about uh, Elephant Butt? You think Elephant Butt is good? <laughs> That's not fair to elephants. Okay. Uh, look. Well, okay. So now it's monkeys. Maybe elephants don't care. I don't know. How here's about some- Fauci Pox? Ooh, that's a good one. Fauci that pox. one was just texted to me by Barbara. She's listening. She's listening <laughs> Barbara's listening. She's Barbara. the brains of the operation. Listen, I got to tell you something. Barbara, on the day that you can't make it. I'm going to have her sit in for you. Barbara, go keep cooking your chicken. All right. It's almost dinner time. Matt wants a full kosher meal. Oh, here. Here's one for you. How about this one? Um, how about open sesame? The open sesame disease? Here's another one. How about this one, Matt? Tell me if you like this. I'm going to send this one to the uh, World Health Organization. Where the sun doesn't shine disease. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. One hey. last one. One last oh one. Okay. One last one. The Elmo virus. <laughs> I, I, okay. I'm going with Fauci box. <laughs> I, I, you know, I actually like where the sun doesn't shine disease. That's what I'm going with. Any listeners, go ahead. So, uh, uh, so there's your uh, mind. Where your mind goes. I want no part of. Oh God! You don't even <laughs> want to know what my mind goes. I'm drinking for the 50th show. I've got vodka in my orange juice. Everybody. Woo! I know. I made them. I'm sitting here going like, you know, my old days when I used to work on radio, like real radio, terrestrial, not real. I mean, terrestrial radio. Hey, you know? this is real radio. I know. I I, I apologize. Uh, you know, like with an FCC license and stuff like that, you can't drink on the air. You will lose your license. But we're on the internet, man. I should have poured a drink. You've insulted the producer. This is a real show. <laughs> All right, listen, I got a, I got a funny one for you. Go ahead, go ahead. So, um, you know, we just had, uh, I guess, our latest round of rockets with our, our, our cousins down south. Yeah. Right? And there was a story in the Times of Israel, family who buried their cat that was killed in a rocket attack. <gasps> They were shocked when he came home. (laughs) An Israeli family who thought they had lost their cat in a rocket attack were shocked when he came home several hours after being buried. (laughs) It's it's Mashiach. Mashiach's a cat. The the Mashiach is a cat. Holy cow. I don't know. Uh, uh, Anyway. Probably not. But the family who <laughs> lived in the Eshkol region near Gaza uh, told the news that their cat, Jewel, disappeared after a rocket landed on their or near their home. They searched for him and were upset to discover his body under a car that had been destroyed by the rocket. They then buried him in their garden. However, several hours later, Jewel nonchalantly walked into their house, leaving the family to wonder whose cat they buried. Yeah, I was going to say, so whose dead cat did they bury? <laughs> there was no follow-up on that, but I was like, what a great story. <laughs> no follow-up. Back from the dead, the family cat. <laughs> that, that's terrible journalism. They can't yeah, search but you know, out so, it, it could be no one's cat because there's so many cats in Israel. You remember, there's cats everywhere. Man, you can't swing a stick without hitting one. Oh, God. You can't swing a cat without hitting a cat. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. So, um, and then here's one not so funny, but it is kind of. <laughs> here's one not so funny on Lighten Up on our 50th show. Go ahead. Bring us Well, it's down. like, you know, it's like, you know, I, I saw, I, I was reading about um, this uh, rash of uh, killings in, I think it was in Albuquerque. A bunch of Muslims were getting shot. 
Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh big, God. big ups. All the liberals are going insane. Oh, right. You know, Islamophobia. it's probably a Donald Trump supported Lama. Right, right, right. So it's Lama. Right. And I'm sitting there back of my head going, I don't know. It, it just strikes me as it doesn't make sense that, you know, it would be like some white supremacist or whatever, anti Semite, if you will, because, you know, they're Semites. Police arrest Afghan national, a Muslim. For allegedly murdering Muslims in New Mexico, it was, you know, your basic Shia-Sunni dispute. Yeah, that's right. Now it's coming <laughs> to the United States. It was a right, Muslim but, who killed. Right, because he was upset that his, uh, I think his daughter got involved with, like, uh, he was, he was, he was Sunni, and his daughter got involved with a Shia or vice versa. <gasps> anyway, so you know, he had to, he had to then go kill everybody. That's... But so here's, I'd just like to point something out for all the people that want to want to know why peace has evaded Israel and our Arab neighbors. It's because they hate each other and kill each other. How are we supposed to make peace with people who kill each other? That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like this guy, this guy is like murdering other Muslims. Cause let me tell you something. Jews complain about other Jews, but Jews don't kill other Jews. You know what's interesting? I would love to see what the the actual crime rate, the statistics of like Jew on Jew crime in Israel. Hmm. Like oh, well, I'm sure it's. I'm sure there is. It's. I would bet you the majority of it's probably organized crime. <laughs> but anyway, hey, you can uh, always do that when you get. Hey, here. these Muslims, you're in America now. Multiculturalism, Shiites and Sunnis, they can in, they could intermarry now. Come on, you've got to be acceptance. You've got to be inclusive, <laughs> Sunni Muslims and Sunni Muslims. No, we will never do it. I will never. My daughter will not marry a Sunni. I am Shia. Shia for life. Shia West Coast. Oh, he's throwing up his Shia gang signs. Oh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg like, is down with Shia. It's the Middle East version of the Crips and the Bloods. <laughs> That's right. <exactly. laughs> it's the Middle East version of Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> Oh, come on, Shia, Sunni, get along. Can't we all just get along? That's what the liberals want, a, a, a beautiful utopia. Can't we all just get along? Ay, ay, ay. Oh, hey, I know you are sick and tired of the Ben and Jerry's story, but there's okay. a cute little update. Okay. A bunch of uh, students, college students, actually, God bless them, are uh, petitioning Ben and Jerry's to give back their land because where their headquarters is in Vermont was property of the uh, Abernaki, I forget how to, where the, the some Indian tribe. Mm. And so they're saying that Ben and Jerry's is illegal occupying their land in Vermont and, and that it belongs to the Abenaki Indians and that they should give the land back. I, I thought that was a beautiful thing. So mm. no one should buy Ben and Jerry's ice cream. They were land thieves. <laughs> mm. Oh, Lord. Mm. White man, ice cream man, take Abernaki land. Mm. We take back. White right. man, bad. Mm. White oh, man. I won't dice You Indian giver. Mm. White man, fat and ice cream. When we come back from this next break, if we have time, I have a great story about uh, a, a wine operation in Italy that will knock your socks off. When okay. we come back after this break, right here on Lighten Up.
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to our final segment on Israel News Talk Radio. The show lighting up our 50th show. We're having a party and having a good time. I'm doing shots. I'm doing L'Chaim shots. Matt, real quickly. Uh, oh, it's my host, Matt Zucker, my co-host. Yes, he's he's smoking something over there. Good, good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking vodka. This is great. We're having a good time on the 50th show. Please go to the top of the screen if you're listening live and give us a call to wish us a happy uh, 50th show. And... Uh, and uh, thanks to David who called in. We had one caller. In 50 shows, we've had one caller. Happy, happy 50th. Now go away and leave me alone, that gummit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, real quickly, I remember a show that we did that was really funny. You did it. It was about uh, a black guy who accused Jews of uh, selling weed to black people that would turn them gay. Remember that guy? Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. That was awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the Jews making us gay, man. That was great. I, us, I'll never forget us that. Gay weed. <laughs> gay weed. That's the the name of the show is called Gay Weed. That was awesome, dude. Remember that? <laughs> what is that? Chris Farley's character in uh in yeah. a in a Yeah. What's that? Saturday Night Live. Oh right, I forgot. I don't watch oh, that. That was but, a yeah. great that was a great story. I'll never forget that one. Do you have anything real quickly before you get into your story, something that you remember that sticks out? Well, oh. you know the the last Jew in Afghanistan was like a multi-season, you know, a, a gift that kept on giving. Yeah, Multi- we did like ten uh, stories yeah. on him because he kept popping up. Oh, that's right, like a bad um, shekel. <laughs> uh, another story I remember that you did too. The the guy who had a whole like uh, Nazi Panzer division in his in his garage, a tank, and, and oh right, yeah, 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 and it was working, and he had to turn it in or something. He. Uh, and he would use the tank during the winter time to uh, plow snow from their neighborhood. Right, and get groceries to the people who were uh, right yeah. in Germany. In Germany. Ach du Liebe. <laughs> <laughs> All one. right, listen. Hopefully, uh, some more will, gems, gems will come to us. But you know, it's hard to remember them when there's so many. It's hard to remember specific ones. I know, and especially since we're drunk most of the time, we're under the influence. But uh, go ahead. It helps. It helps. At least we're amused. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the listeners are liking the show, but I think it's funny. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Uh, A collection of wine bottles that feature an image of Nazi leader Adolf Hitler on its labels are being sold in Italy as collectible items and are attracting German tourists. Ah, yes. Let's go to Italy and drink our Fiora's wine. Oh, by the way, all of our listeners should just know we're only joking. We're not drinking or drunk neither drunk nor drinking no 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 steven come on it's early oh oh, that's right i just saw the note our producer saying tell them you are joking okay about being drunk because if i was really drunk i would not admit it (laughs) (laughs) so they're selling nazi wine in italy the wine bottles show hitler in a range of poses with (laughs) i'm not not kidding you he's got flowers with him he's like sniffing oh my god a range of poses i would love to see the pictures the wine bottles show hitler in a range (laughs) of poses with slogans such as mein fuhrer sieg heil and ein volk ein reich ein fuhrer i don't even know it sounds like god bless you that means mein fuhrer my leader sieg heil is 
Hail to victory and yeah. ein Reich, ein Führer is one people, one realm, one leader. One bottle. Ah, of the good old days. Yeah. Anyway, the bottles are made by an Italian winemaker who <laughs> founded his winery in 1967. Crazy. Anyway, and he started his historical series of wines in 1995. About half of the company's bottled wine production is dedicated to his historical series, and he now has over 50 different labels. So it's not just Hitler. He's got a Joseph Stalin line, <laughs> a Vladimir Lenin line. I am not kidding you. Oh, my a God. A Benito Mussolini line. He's got, he's got Che Guevara wine. Oh, wow. Napoleon Bonaparte and Francisco Franco. Oh my, that <laughs> is absolutely hysterical. So the wines have become a cult object among the collectors, uh, according to the company's website. Um, and it just goes on and on. And, and, and so apparently it gets a lot of bad press. But the guy's like, hey, it brings tourists in. And all these Germans go there to buy the Hitler wine. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go, everybody. Let's go buy the Hitler wine. He's like, hey, hey, come and taste them. I don't have just the Hitler. I got the Mussolini. I got Mao Zedong. I've got Sheva Guevara. Come on, everybody. Let's go to the wine tasting. Come on, so, come on. So the pizza. The pizza lady who is writing, the lady who is writing this uh, said that um, she went to complain. And she said the Germans very uh, the store employee that she complained to said uh, the Germans very much like to buy these wines and they are clearly a big hit here. Um, the saleswoman was even amused at my outrage. Nobody is angry about it. No one forbids it. And basically, this lady was, <laughs> you know, kind of reminded me when we were here uh, in Israel visiting with our synagogue, man, like 2013. Um, you know, we did the Yad Vashem stop. Oh, yeah. And like every museum in the world, it ends at a gift shop. So Yad Vashem ends at a gift shop. And so you walk in there and there's books and, you know, puzzles and for the kids and all, or, all sorts of things. And you look up at the wall and there are all the T-shirts. Like hard rock T-shirts, you know, like T-shirts, man, like in any tourist shop in Israel at Yad Vashem. And I actually. What kind of T-shirts? I was in Yad Vashem. I didn't see T-shirt sales. Really? Maybe they took them down because I complained, man. I had the manager over what, there and what? I like about freaked out. Yad Vashem at the gift shop. Yeah, there's a wall of t-shirts. Yeah, you can buy a hard rock t-shirt. Yes, you can buy a hard rock t-shirt at Yad Vashem. At least you could in 2013, 2014. Maybe listen, I hope they took it, it down. Wasn't there. I wasn't was, there in 2019. I, it was like a disgrace. I couldn't believe it. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'd like to speak to the manager, please. I'm like, how can you sell this in here? I'm not telling you not to have a gift shop. I said, but you walk through Yad Vashem and, and look at the six million Jews murdered and then, hey, you want a hard rock t-shirt? It was, I, I was offended. And I'm like complaining to the guy, like, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not a quiet person, so everyone around me could hear. And then I, I look over and our rabbi from the trip had his pile of like stuff he was like, giving to the cashier to pay for it while I'm going, and I wouldn't buy anything at this store. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. He, did he, was there a T-shirt sold? My parents went to Yad Vashem, and all I got was this crummy T-shirt. They might as well have. It was the Hard Rock T-shirt. When I saw a Hard Rock T-shirt in the in the store at Yad Vashem, I flipped, man. I was like, wow. Hey, did they sell? Uh, did they sell any uh, paperweight lamps? <laughs> no Hitler wine either. <laughs> hey, everybody, think, come down to the. When you're done touring out of a sham and looking at all of our people that were murdered, come to the gift shop. We're selling paperweight 
lamps. Uh, we're selling Hitler wine, <laughs> and you can buy uh, shoes made out of actual Jews. Come on, don't leave Yad Vashem without remembering the past. I don't know. Did you? Um, you know, they had a bar Terrible. actually in in Jerusalem called Putin's. Like as in Vladimir, I wasn't Vladimir Putin's bar. But it was a big bar on on Jaffa Street, and it was called Putin's. Right. But right. they they took that sign down and changed the name after uh, he became the most evil person in the world. Oh God! Anyway, oh, that's a I love that. that uh, you know what? It makes me want to go to Italy now. Uh, I wouldn't go to Europe to, if you paid me because I hate Europe. No offense, Europe. I just won't go. But, <laughs> no uh, offense, Europe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know we have Europeans listening, um, but I won't go to Italy for sure. But I, country, I do. You, you're see... not going to go to the country of Europe. No, I'm not going to go to the country of Europe. <laughs> hey, oh, remember when the country of Europe was a listener? Uh, anyway, um, so that's funny. I, if, you, if there's pictures of the bottles of wine, do they, they have like Mussolini? No, they don't have pictures. It's kind of like I just like how Hitler's in poses on the wine. Like he's like he's doing the hail Hitler salute, but he's holding the bottle of wine. That's the picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. That's I do like the story. picture of the, po- the different poses. I love that. Poses. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's a good story. So here, here's a crazy one. You're not, you're not going to believe this story. This is great. Ready? Uh, says here, <laughs> this comes out of Bolivia. <laughs> do we have any Bolivia listeners? I know Bolivia has listened in the past. Are you listening? If there's any new n- listeners, um, producer, please put it up so we can say hello for our 50th show. How about this, Matt? Man woke up to go to the bathroom to find he was in a coffin. <laughs> How does that happen? Didn't we do a show about like people who were getting buried and found out they were alive? <laughs> yeah, that was another one. Oh, my God. Remember that was another one, right? And all of a sudden, there, there, there was like these the, – the, the coffin was like, you know, you hit like, you know, let me out, let me out, I'm not dead. That was in those countries like Bolivia. Right. And- I think two of them were in Bolivia. Yes, yes. Um, it's it, this this kid. His name is Victor Hugo. Claimed he was Victor su- Hugo. You're making now. You're making this up. No, that's his name, Victor Hugo. Uh, he claimed he was uh, he was to be used <laughs> really? as a human sacrifice. Yes, he was at a music festival, got very drunk, and then he went to the Mother Earth Festival in Bolivia, got extremely extremely drunk, following a drinking binge, and then woke up in a coffin. It says here, terrified, Victor Hugo. Uh, 30 years old, smashed out of the casket in Bolivia. Uh, he'd been drinking heavily the night before uh, at a music festival where indigenous people offer everything from live animals and sheep. I don't know what, what, what's going on there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Bolivia. But anyway, he woke He was so drunk. For that food ended, or entertainment, right? <laughs> yeah. He woke up in a coffin and he smashed out. It says uh, there's a picture of him. He's all like bloodied and he looks like he was buried in alive. And it says here uh, he told local media while covered in mud and concrete after his apparent escape. Last night was the pre-entry of the festival. We went dancing. And afterwards, I don't remember a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, listen, when I was young and someone would pass out from drinking at a party, you would like draw on their face with a Sharpie, right? Yeah. I get Victor Hugo's friends would be like, oh, Victor's out cold. Let's put him in a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> those we'll show him. <laughs> those, those Bolivians sure know how to party. <laughs> oh, hey, wait, let's welcome. Uh, we have Spain and South Africa on our 50th show. Hello, Spain. Hello, South Africa. You now, see that, Matt? Show. 
you guys aren't aware, it's our 50th show, Spain. So someone from Spain or South Africa, give us a call. Go on the website right now on the live show, the top of the page. Give us a call. Wish us a happy 50th. Let us know what you think about uh, Matt Zucker. Uh, please be nice to me because I'm very sensitive. Um, but anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, so if you're ever in Bolivia, don't go drinking. Don't go to the Mother Earth Festival because if you get drunk and passed out, you're waking up six feet under, babe. <sighs> Great story. It is. Hey, I saw something in the paper today that uh, made me scratch my head, and I said, this can't be. You're an American Jew. Tell me if this seems right to you. <laughs> Last I checked, it was, yeah. Climate change is a top concern for American Jews. With the climate bill passed, Democrats deliver a top policy concern for American Jews. This is in the Israel news. What does Israel care about what we think? Well, Jews, they care about what American Jews think in Israel. Oh, they do? Oh, okay. Of course, man. So what does it say? American Jews. Israeli bonds. <laughs> what does it say? Israeli Jew or American Jews what? American Jews, their top concern is climate change. Well, so you go to the polls in November. I know you're worried about that climate change, right? Well, let me tell you what I'm worried about. Well, my t as an American Jew, I'm going to tell you what my main concern about is. One, that I have that I've lost three hundred thousand dollars in my um, retirement <laughs> because of Joe Biden. And two, I still have ants in my dishwasher that I can't get rid of. You still have the ants in your dishwasher? I'm buying, I'm buying a new dishwasher. It's disgusting. I'm eating off ant plates. I don't know how these guys are. So every morning I wake up and there's like these real, the real small. I don't know where they're coming from. The, the dishwasher is old. It's from the, when the house was built from the 90s. I'm buying a new dishwasher. It's disgusting. I want to vomit. That's my main concern as an American Jew. Ants in my dishwasher! Well, first of all, this is in the uh, this is in like the supposed hold on. And for all of our listeners out there, I'm holding up my hands like air quotes. This is like the conservative newspaper in Israel. Right. And it's a, basically a status drag, just like the rest of them. Right. It goes on. Um, uh, it's not just the Jews find the climate situation alarming because they tend to be liberal and that liberals are far more likely than conservatives to prioritize the issue. According to recent polls, Jews not only care about climate, they also seem to prioritize over almost any other issue. So not only are the American Jews that they surveyed um, out of their minds, <laughs> <laughs> but I like how they word it, like conservatives aren't worried about the environment. Do you, so Stephen, you're a conservative, right? Yes, you very much so. You planet killer. You want to give your kid <laughs> dirty water and air. How dare you? Well, my kid eats off plates with ants on them, so who cares at this point? Dude, if this is true, and I, you know, it was in the news, so it probably isn't, but if this is true, you guys are done. <laughs> That's why I'm getting the hell out. Um, we'll keep the lights on for you. <laughs> I'm Tom Dead, and we'll keep the lights on for you. Here, Matt, this is a good story. Uh, how about this? Uh, wanted a teenager caught hiding inside a giant teddy bear. <laughs> this must have been a big teddy bear. Um, For a small teenager. It's, it's, he's a teenager. So he was 18 years old. This is out of uh, England. 
It says here a car thief was found by police hiding inside a giant teddy bear. His name was Joshua Dobson, 18, was wanted over the theft of a Mitsubishi ASX. Um, I don't know what it's. I don't know what ASX is. I guess it's a type. It's of a type of car. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Okay, whatever. Relax. It's like an yeah, so like MDX. Acura okay. MDX. I know. I know. I know. Uh, it says here uh, for the theft of a Mitsubishi ASX. And for not paying for gas on the same day. So he stole the car and then stole the gas. <laughs> well, if you're going to steal the car, why pay for the gas? <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> so it says the greater uh, the police of Manchester, uh, the officers went into Dobson's home and saw a giant teddy bear in the corner. They were surprised when they saw the bear starting to breathe. <laughs> it been funny if they, it freaked them out and they shot it. <laughs> Oh, my God. That would have been a great story. Oh, my God. I never even thought of that. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what? I don't think the police are allowed to have guns in England. I think they're banned. Wow. That sounds like a great place for criminals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God. Uh, so it says here, uh, it says they were surprised when they saw the bear breathe. And after examining it, they found the 18-year-old was hiding inside. Dobson was arrested and sentenced for stealing gas and, <laughs> and hiding in a bear. <laughs> Sentenced to nine months in jail. That's insane. Have you ever tried to stick yourself in a stuffed animal? <laughs> that would have to be a big stuffed animal. I'm not a small guy. Maybe that's what they should change monkeypox to. They can call it like teddy bear virus. That sounds nice. That's, that's cute. Everybody would want some. Yay! I yeah. want teddy bear. I got teddy bear virus. It's so cute. Come on, come on. I got teddy bear virus. You win some of my pus? <laughs> okay. Jeez. Hi, old. That's disgusting. Just oh, uh, <laughs> the image that popped in my mind. I'm sorry. I, you know, it's like. Anyway. All right. What else you got? Well, of course, we have uh, another episode of Florida Man and Florida Woman. Saving best for last, no doubt. Oh, the, these are these are becoming a um, a couple. Now, I wanted to see what Florida man and Florida woman did for Tuba Av, which was on Friday. No, Thursday night. So, yeah, Friday, which was the 15th of Av, uh, which is the Jewish holiday of love for all you new listeners out there from Spain and South Africa. The day that loves the day that Jews love is on the 15th of Av. It's like love. Jews and love. Don't you love Jews and love? It's like Jews in space. <laughs> Jews out in space. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so let's see what Florida man was doing on the on Tuba Av, okay? And then I'll All tell right. you what Florida woman was doing. They weren't doing it together. Well, they met up later, but they okay. Were All right, go. <laughs> it says uh, Florida man uh, with machete, naked Florida man with machete tried to rob a man with clothes on in Volusia. <laughs> Which is in Florida, Volusia County, Florida. It's Volusia, uh, Volusia. Oh, I sound, I sound like Volusia, like Iraq. No, no, V, V. It says uh, the county sheriff office arrested a naked man. They say threw a machete at another man and demanded his clothes. I'm naked. I want your clothes. Maybe he was the Terminator. <laughs> exactly. It says. Um, uh, the, the guy was at a gas station and this naked man comes running out of the woods. It says deputies say the naked man, check this out, was picking palmetto berries in the woods when he came out running with a machete. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
What's he doing picking berries in the nude? Uh, that's just bizarre in itself. And where did he I'm get the thinking, machete? I'm from? thinking. I'm thinking there were drugs involved in this story somewhere. Yeah. You think? <laughs> not, yes. not Florida man doesn't do drugs. He's very anti-drugs. <laughs> oh, he's he's naturally insane. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, according to the sheriff's office, the man still naked took off in a white Dodge Challenger and a sheriff's officer uh, helicopter spotted him outside. So he, the, I guess he took the guy was uh, who he demanded his clothes or something. And he I don't know what happened. I hope I, the guy had cloth seats, because could you imagine Florida heat and all that skin <laughs> on like leather seats? Oh, you would stick to that. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just uh, it says here that Florida man was charged with attempted robbery with a deadly weapon. And that wasn't his machete. Babe. <laughs> aggravated battery, um, aggravated assault. He's been he's being held without bond. So that's what Florida man did on uh, Tuba of um, <laughs> running around naked with a machete trying to steal other people's clothes. <laughs> and what did Florida woman do? Oh, this is great. Florida woman's the best. I love her. She's not as violent as Florida man, but as most women, they're they're smarter. So she's not uh, as violent. So here it is. This Again, is what, low bar, but go ahead. <laughs> Florida woman on Tuba Av. What, uh, they, they separated for a little bit, uh, but she decided uh, Florida woman accused of calling police 512 times in one day. <laughs> what else and did she do that day? <laughs> well, guess what? She 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 called nine one one eleven thousand times so far in the year twenty twenty two. She's from St. Pete, Florida. Uh, this woman is accused of calling the police more than eleven thousand times this year, including five hundred and twelve times in one day. Her name is Carla Jefferson, fifty one of St. Pete. She was arrested Monday and charged with misdemeanor charge of making harassing phone calls, uh, according to the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. Um, and so I wanted to see what you know. Why is she calling the police um, five hundred and twelve times in one day? You want to hear what she's what she's yeah, her saying? French fries were cold. What? what? <laughs> she got cold French fries at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it says here uh, this is what she was doing. <laughs> she was continuously calling 911 to harass, belittle and swear and argue with and demand officers to come arrest her. <laughs> OK, <laughs> so Florida woman, it took the Pinellas County police 512 times to finally do what this woman wanted to. After calling 911 and insulting and yelling, belittling the police, they finally came and arrested her because that's all she wanted. Florida She's woman just wanted to get arrested so she can be with her naked man with the machete. <laughs> She's an underachiever. You really don't need to try that hard to get arrested. Just <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> So that's what naked man and naked women did during Tuba Av, and they had a wonderful romantic evening in prison. And uh, you know, Florida man, you know, was naked. So I guess it ended up well for him. They didn't give him any orange scrub suits when they were there. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you know, Florida woman. So basically, you know, who called? Can you imagine calling nine one one eleven thousand times in one year, just insulting the police, and they do nothing? It takes them eleven thousand times to finally come and arrest you, and that's why she's calling. Please arrest me! Come on, please I, arrest me! I have made it a point my entire life to try to interact with law enforcement as little as possible. 
Just saying. So that's what Florida Man and Florida Women did. Um, Matt, um, I can't believe that we had 50 shows. Is there Before we go, is there any show that comes to mind real quickly, another memory? Well, considering it's hard to remember what I had for breakfast every day. <laughs> no. No. I, okay. You know what? Like, they all kind of blend together. I, uh, I really... Um, you know, just love the time that we get to spend together, Stephen. That's I really what I do. find so enriching. I just want to you know, say I'm very and, grateful. Oops, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's the same because an hour with you each week really makes me feel good about myself. Oh, oh thank you. Very, with all my problems in the world, at least I'm not Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to thank our producer for letting us do this every single week. I can't tell you it's the highlight of my week. I love this so much. I love doing the show. I love the listeners. And I'm, I can't believe we made it 50 shows to 120, and then she'll fire us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I listen, like I said, as long as we're working at this current pay scale, I think uh, our job is safe as long as we don't use too much profanity on there. We use no profanity. So thank you very much to all of our listeners. I love Israel News Talk Radio. I love all our listeners, even the ones I make fun of. Remember, I only tease the ones I love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope for 50 more. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.